Welcome to another episode here at the Midnight Founders Podcast. We're so excited to be with you today. This is AJ Rounds from Rev Road and Jake McCarg from CB Vault. Here at the Midnight Founders Podcast, we focus on telling behind the scenes stories for what makes a successful entrepreneur. We're excited for another week. Here we go. Super excited this week uh, on the Midnight Founders Podcast to welcome Jess Toulson into the studio. Hello, Jess. Hello, you guys. Good to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. So great. So um, we'll, we'll do a quick bio here on Jess. And I don't know who doesn't know Jess because everyone's hearing about mixers and how awesome things are going, but we're going to find out more about that today. So Jess is the co-founder and CEO of Mixers, a company dedicated to help in, helping women take charge of their hormonal health, which is really cool. After experiencing her own hormone health journey, Jess teamed up with her business partner, Cody, Cody Sanders, to launch the company in just recently, 2019, just before COVID, right? Um, and then it gives us some information about Mixers, which we're going to let her talk about here in just a second. Uh, Jess's persistent commitment to women's health has earned her numerous accolades, including being selected for the prestigious EY Entrepreneurial Winning Women North America class of 2023. So cool. And additionally, she's been recognized as a finalist for the top 50 women leaders in wellness and fitness of 2023, solidifying her position as a leading figure in the industry. So Jess, we're super happy again to have you here. Thanks for coming. Let's get started. No, I'm so excited to be here and I'm appreciative of you guys carrying it all to hear about mixers. Oh, of course. We love what we do, but you know. I love when men care to know what we're doing. Oh, I think it's incredible what you've built, especially because, and just before we dive into mixers, full disclosure, we have a um, drink beverage company as part of one of the Rev Road portfolio companies named Mobello. And it's kind of a replacement for soda because it's carbonated, but it's a healthy mix that comes in a, you know, pack and that sort of thing. Um, And I will tell you what you've built. We've seen the other side of having to build that. It is hard to break into those spaces. So we're very excited for this journey that we're going to hear about today. So um, tell us about Mixers, Jess, why you started it and the elevator pitch that you give everyone. Yeah. So you mentioned that Mixers started in 2019. Uh And at the time, I was actually living over in Europe and we were heavily just trying to figure out like I had Mixers had been self-funded at that point and um we utilized social media, just sharing our story. We had, I had zero idea what I was doing. It's first business I've ever run, first job I've ever had. And, you know, we the started. first time entrepreneur then. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So started kind of seeing organically people purchasing this product called Her Time, which that product has completely changed my life. And so rewinding, what happened was when I was postpartum with my identical twin girls, I went on this hormone health journey, not knowing that really what I was trying to solve for, solve for was hormone imbalance. I was battling all these symptoms, feeling unwell, and finally through having the right conversation with Cody Sanders, who is now my business partner, she helped me uncover the world of hormone health. And yes, this is female hormonal health, but men go through hormone health struggles as well. And for women, it's a really like undiscovered, unlike we do not talk about it, but the list of women that struggle with their hormone health is never ending. So thankfully, Cody let me know about like hormone health and my hormones were imbalanced. And actually all these symptoms that you're feeling, they can be solved for. And she gave me this um, holistic Chinese herbal formula she was making in her home. 
And she was like, hey, you should try this. Family secret from 300 years, right? 100% just (laughs) this little secret she'd been mixing up in her home. And she gave me this formula and she was like, hey, seems like you've been trying literally everything, but have you ever tried working with your body, not against it? And I'm like, I guess not. Let's give it a try. And I was so desperate. So this formula ended up after a first month, second month, third month, I'm like, what on earth is this? It's completely changed my health. I felt like a new human. What is this? And then I asked Cody, I'm like, can we turn this into a business? Because I know through my own struggles that there's a lot of other women that are feeling the same that also don't have the solution, but now I have the solution through you. So fast forwarding now, we went through all of the, oh my gosh, the stress and learnings of trying to start a business. You have this idea, but how on earth do you take this idea and get it into a product that you can sell to, we thought at the time, like, oh my gosh, what if we could sell this to about like 100 people? <laughs> um, but just that phase in between of even trying to learn manufacturing, trying to learn packaging, how to start a website, how to um, you know, register a business name, form an L. I had no idea how to do any of that. And you just like bite off a little bit at a time. And so we did launch in 2019, but I would like to clarify, we truly feel like Mixers started the end of 2020 because yes, we were founded. Yes, you could purchase our products, but 2020, the end of it was like the time that we stepped from being like, oh, a hobby that this can just help a couple sisters into how do we get this to the masses of people? And that was 2020. And I feel like I've been sprinting ever since. So in 2019, that was when you first had that conversation with Cody. So that conversation was more like 2017, 2018. But I was going back and forth from Europe. We didn't have a name. We weren't, we weren't manufacturing a product, anything, but just kind of the idea of, how would we go about this? So like, I think a lot of times people see a business up and running and it's like, you don't really know about all of the strenuous effort that went in to even getting that business functioning at all. And there's so much effort that goes into even having like a product to sell. Well said. I mean, on the podcast here, Jake and I, we call those midnight founder moments, right? Because yeah. there's so many of those where you're up in the middle of the night thinking, how am I going to do this? Like you said, build a website, manufacturing, <laughs> sourcing, yeah. branding. I mean, it's all just a tidal wave coming at you. And you're yeah. thinking, where do I even start? I remember Googling, like, yeah. <laughs> how do you take a pr- like powder and put it into a product? Like, I didn't even know what co-packers were, what, you know, guidelines you have to follow, like, I didn't know anything. So Google and YouTube became some of my dearest friends at the time. Your university. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> did you have a favorite drink mix prior to this? Like, were you familiar? Did you know about the packet drinks and things? Nope. I mean, I wasn't really using anything. Yeah. I mean, I was using some protein powders and things, but I wasn't utilizing stick packs at the That's time. amazing. Though. Especially because 2020, we all know what year that was. That yeah. was COVID, right? Yeah. So you started in the middle of COVID. Yeah. Wow. So you 
you didn't go into this thinking you were going to be an entrepreneur. Like you didn't grow up thinking you were going to own your own company or. So I always like, I grew up in a household where my dad was an entrepreneur. He like, I knew about the business world through him. It was kind of like an ongoing family conversation about what dad was doing for business. And so I, I always was like interested in the, in the space, but. I mean, my life trajectory was looking very different. I had three kids. I was living in Europe. I was a full-time stay-at-home mom. I didn't think I would have any sort of career. And then your path changes, and here I am today, full-time working mom. And, yeah, no. I, to answer your question, I had no idea <laughs> that this is what I would be doing. So I love that. Uh, can you talk about, like, you're in that situation where you kind of didn't plan to be doing this and learning all these things. How do you keep that energy level up and how do you like continue to kind of put off that like uh, imposter syndrome? I think a lot yeah. of people call it. How do you do that as an entrepreneur? I mean, I'll Drink be a lot vulnerable of <laughs> and honest. Like well, I don't think it's healthy to expect yourself to keep it up a hundred percent of the time. That's cool. Like, I think 2020, 2021, 2022, I was a full sprint. Like, I had all the energy in the world, all of the, like, energy to get this up and running. Then I was super motivated by seeing, like, the orders trickle in. And then I'm like, what on earth do we have here? Women are feeling better. This is so motivating, so fulfilling. And then, as an entrepreneur, it's also so lonely. It's so hard. It's the grind is like so incredibly taxing. And I think that's something we don't necessarily put out there enough. I know that through social media, like uh, Mixers is heavily on social media. And uh, personally on my social media, I choose to share my kids and what I'm enjoying with them. And then I choose to share Mixers and the joy that I have because I truly love what I'm doing. But what I find we and I'm starting to try to do this more personally is like we don't really share I'm about to crash I'm a I'm like trying to grasp energy from somewhere I'm trying to remind myself the fun of this I'm trying to like rediscover the energy from somewhere I don't I don't think at least for me I don't know how much we are open and honest about that being part of the entrepreneurial journey. And so 2023, it was a grind. It was a grind for me. Incredible team is honestly what kept us going. They know my vision. They know my passion, my purpose. I have an insanely talented uh, co-founder in Cody Sanders. But yeah, like it was a year of me rediscovering where am I taking this? Why? What is success? Why do I want to achieve it? Like, anyway, maybe I'm the only one that feels. No, that I think you're not. I mean, we, we hear, hear it all the time. Lot. Yeah. Okay. And and so I guess where we go with that is, how did you find that purpose? Because a lot of entrepreneurs find that same thing. They're like, you know what? We, you have your co-founders, and they're great, but it's all business, you know. And you have to kind of sometimes keep it that way. Um, so how do you find? How do you rediscover that purpose and that fun, that passion again? Because Let's be honest. If we're not passionate about it, it just becomes work and miserable, yeah. right? Uh, <clears throat> Mixers experienced 
insane amounts of growth from like 2021, 2022. It was like literally, I didn't realize, I honestly didn't know this, kind of unheard of. Not very I, common. I feel like we need to applaud in no, this moment. Because, no, 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 because it was <laughs> they did like, literally. We were seeing it everywhere. We're like mixers, mixers, mixers. You just had this crazy amount of just synergy all over the place. Well, and they did an award well at the Utah Valley Business Gala. I think you guys. It was like they had all the list of the top ten or whatever, and and yours was like. 50 million percent growth or something crazy. <laughs> it was like like a hundred so times cool. what second place was. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're I in awe. I was 50 million percent yeah, growth. Yeah, it was, was something like crazy. Yeah. Percent, See, but it's still me. like insane. <laughs> we're just in awe. We, yeah. we just were, it was incredible. I was so, so impressed. But the reason I share that is because come along with that growth, also there comes pain points. We started to see like uh, – the net, the necessary foundational elements that we needed to pay more attention to. We started to have, you know, we're a subscription-based business. So having to pull back off of sales so that we could have enough inventory to get our subscribers their product. And you just start to need to solve for being able to answer to your current customers. And we wanted to truly give them still the best experience. And so truly 2023, it was, a, we, did still grow, which is fantastic. And I know through talking with a lot of my uh, founder friends, that's not what everyone saw in the last year. It was a challenging year. 2023 was hard. We were lucky enough to still have a year of growth, but we pivoted to let's pay attention to our foundation, our big rocks. That's what our team always is referring to. What are our big rocks? What is going to continue to help us build this foundation so that we can continue to skyrocket? To answer the question of what do you do to rediscover that love and passion, for me, it's digging into our customers. What are they saying? What are their testimonials? What are they feeling? What are the health benefits they're feeling? How has their life improved using our products? And I sift through those, and I'm like, we're unstoppable. That's so We're cool. not stopping. We will find energy from anywhere because oh. having more women that are feeling these benefits is so fulfilling. And so that to me is where I have to go to pull energy again from someone. I love that. And along with that, then you're learning more about things you can even enhance and improve and you're listening to your customers along with that. So I yeah. think I love that. That's so cool. Do you share those with your team too? The testimonials? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that's absolutely. Huge. Yeah. yeah. Our customer support team does a fantastic job. I've asked them we're very aware of you know, customer concerns or complaints as well. Like we bring those up, we tear them apart, figure out how to improve, what holes we're having within the business. But our customer support team, they do a fantastic job of presenting to the team every single month. Uh, yeah, testimonials and what people have written in. We love, there's so many women that will write us in like their life story oh. and their health journey and it's it's really good for the entire team. Well, it's just so such cool. a crucial part of their life. Like it's core to who they are. And like if they can figure that side of it out, yeah. uh, it helps everything else. Yeah. So, so cool. Uh, one question, like with this amount of growth, and I know this, we've asked this question a few times with companies that have had similar growth. Have, how has the transition been from when it was just you and Cody yeah. <laughs> to running a big team? Mm -hmm. And have you found like, challenges with you personally 
stepping away from certain aspects of the business and focusing on other higher level things? Yeah, so Mixers now, we have in the office about 30 full-time employees. We have some contracted employees, some part-time, some remote customer support. So we have about 36-ish employees. Uh, I have found that the best place for me to put my energy every single day is on the team and the culture and how we're doing internally, paying attention to, yeah, I don't sit shoulder to shoulder with every person on the team, but how is everyone on the team doing really? So something, and it's funny that you just asked that, something I find very important that I didn't realize everyone doesn't do this, but I am hoping I can continue to do this even as we scale, is I love to have yearly one-on-ones with every single person within the company. And it's time consuming. It's it's a lot of time. And it's so helpful for me to get a real pulse on how the business is doing internally. Because I don't have all of these people reporting to me. They have a lot of management. They have directors. They have an executive team. And I get, you know, a, the bits and pieces of the information. But it is really great for me to sit in these one-on-ones and hear actually how happy my team is, how happy they are because the culture is healthy, how much they can feel we're investing in them. We make sure that all of the women know that they can, because we have, sorry, we just hired two men. Uh, All of the team, we make sure we're investing in their continued education. If they want to do some further Education, if they want to enter a program to get, we have some women that are doing project management courses. If they're wanting to take social media courses, we're always trying to invest in their uh, continued education. And I do things, because I don't have any previous work experience, I think I run my business very differently. Like very unique. I don't really know what is expected of us what management is supposed to be doing. And I don't really care. Like, great. I think, it's <laughs> great. Like it works for you. I think you just keep going with it. It's well, and I've heard really good things yeah. about the culture that you've built. So like, obviously yeah. you're doing something right, whether it's your own unique person and you're like the only person that's running it this way or not. <laughs> but like, apparently you're doing something that's successful because the team you've built is incredible. They are so talented. Everyone is so hungry to grow something. You know, everyone's so bought in. Yeah, which is really fulfilling to be running a business like that. And they're all my friends. Yeah, I think one of the most frequently asked questions I get is, okay, but really, is your like company so full of drama? <laughs> and I'm like, no. Why do they ask no. that? I mean, because it's mainly female. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. no, mm. no. What I what I'm hearing from you, Jess, and this is what's so impressive and. And we may have bumped shoulders in other, you know, events and things in the past, but this is the first time I've got to sit down and really kind of talk to you, get to know you, is you can tell you care so much. And you're so passionate about not only your team, but your customers. To me, I feel like that's one of the best building blocks of a CEO because that's what you have to have first and foremost, right? I don't, I think you just nailed it. The skills and the techniques and maybe the different, you know, structures and whatever, you, you can layer those on top if you want, but um, for you, it works to just really care and be passionate about it. And I, I love to see that and I can, you can feel that just being here with you. So that's cool. 
Well, thank you. And I think something that happened in 2022 that I like referenced this just wild year is it started to feel like we were just grinding, like just we were all in it. We were all dedicated, all there. And then I'm like, this is not feeling fun. This is not feeling fun. And then I had this realization of if I'm not feeling super well, like like keeping up with this, there's no way because this is my business. I like this is like, that's why I'm so fulfilled is because this is my business. But like, how do these other women? Because we were only women at that time. How are they doing? If this isn't their personal business, they're growing. This is their job, and if they're not liking their job, why would they want to keep doing it? And so, I think uh, I've really, really tried in the last year to focus on wellness truly wellness company like company wide we have a hybrid work schedule uh we have a lot of great benefits within the business we have unlimited paid time off for this year january february i gave the whole company fridays completely off we made it through an awesome black friday and i'm like yeah great bonuses are awesome also why don't you enjoy two months of ski days and enjoy the season, and let's be rested and recovered for a great Monday. That's yeah, amazing. It's the worst That's time amazing. of year, too. So, like, yeah. getting in the mountains this time of year is just rejuvenating. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. And we don't see, like, people are like, but productivity, you guys aren't in the office. I'm like, nope, we don't see it. We're great. We're productive. Women get projects done. We're going through a massive warehouse change. We're bringing our warehouse in. Like, it, it's just... We move and we're effective and yeah. There was a there was a report I read a couple of years ago that said that like if you get three hours of productivity out of an employee in a given day, like you're above average. Wow. So if you I'm have probably barely above average. I'm like work to me is like I'm constantly the boss. It's like who wants to play like a rock, paper, scissors game? <laughs> Everyone gather. Let's bring in cookies. No, I'm yeah, we have we we do have fun. Yeah, but I just like that that idea that there's a ton of flexibility. Like if you give Fridays off, then they're going to be more motivated on Monday. Mm-hmm. They're also going to be more motivated on Thursday. Yep. So maybe you get five hours out of them both days and you're ahead than you would be if they were yeah. there on Friday. So. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited to hear what your vision is for Mixers now. What's what's next? Where are you guys growing towards? Oh, gosh. This is such a funny... I was actually asked this question yesterday, and I was like, I think it's changed. (laughs) I... So I mentioned earlier I have these twin daughters. Congratulations, by the way. Thanks. How old are they? They're so fun. They're nine. Wow. And I have a son that's 12, and they're really fun. And busy, busy stage. Yeah. When I first started mixers and started to fill this momentum, I was like, I want to make history. What can I do with this to where I have, I turn around and I have a team of whoever, how many people that feel like we did something completely unique. Um, I was a part of building this. I'm so fulfilled. And then we all get to sell it and walk away. I thought that was like, going to be the coolest story That's ever. what you wanted, right? Yeah. Now. But I wanted it to be a company win, not just like we talked personally. about it earlier, like, oh, I'm I'm going to win from this. Yeah. Like, I was so motivated by thinking, how I do I create that. this business where 
however many people we finish with, they all benefit from giving their all, whatever. Now, I have shifted. I have shifted. I feel like how cool to build a business that can sustain a really healthy workplace that I can hire as many people in the community as I need to to support this business. We can continue to grow and create a thriving workplace, provide incredible products for women. And what if this can be a business that I pass down to my daughters? I and love that. Instead of thinking of having this celebratory moment in two, three years from now, I'm like, how cool if I want to build a business in the community that just provides a great amount of work, we, anyway, I don't I, know. And it's not, I love this. I want to like make sure I'm clear on something Yeah, is when this person asked me this, they're like, well, are you like puttering out? And I'm like, actually, no, I think I've found more like that. That actually requires more long-term energy for from me yeah and i still want to win awards for the business for the team have celebrations of you know accomplishments but why do i have to do it at a pace that's so uncomfortable yeah. and so unsustainable we all are miserable and so i don't think we'll do that you're in a marathon not a sprint now <laughs> I, I love this because, um, and a lot of people don't know this, I think this is still true, it was at least a year ago, that there's not one Inc. 500 company in Utah. A lot have started here, but then they get purchased and they go out of state, right? Maybe Jess Tolson could be the first one to do that, to have an Inc. 500 company here in Utah. Yeah. And keep it here, right? And I'm sure you guys have seen this, and I don't know every person's experience. I know that some people are like, the best thing I ever did was sell my business. But more and more of the conversations I've had with founders that are, you know, their business is acquired is that they say that that process, like the last 18 months or the last two years, like the whole company turns over, the health of the business actually totally changes, your team quits, they feel like your vision and purpose and passion has changed. And I don't, I don't know that that's for me. Mm. You've built a strong enough brand right now that um, and culture that that would be unfortunate at this point. A hundred percent. Yeah. And like if the right opportunity were to present itself where I truly felt like someone was visualizing and seeing how unique we do things and was willing to respect that and that would be different. I'm not going to say I would never sell this. But it's just like the the. Yeah, I've just changed. I love the vision. I do. Yeah. Cool. Entrepreneurship. You're going to have me next year and I'm like, I sold mixers. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but it, it's still not like you could still do that and yeah. it would still be a success if you found yeah. the right person. Right? Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, and your goals can change, right? Maybe having an Inc. 500 like they company. are right now. Yeah. So I think great. I'm going to have an Inc. 500 company in Utah. Yes. You so just great. inspired me and I'll yeah. keep it here. That's yeah. so great. So uh, I'm really passionate about entrepreneurship with my kids. So we do a ton of stuff with our kids. We put them way outside their comfort zone. What are you doing to help your girls get ready to run mixers in the future? Yeah. Oh, I just, this is like, hopefully this will tug at you as like a parent. I just, over the weekend, I had my girls to my office with their whole gymnastics team. It's a team of nine girls. 
they're all at my office on Saturday running all around. We're expanding, so I was trying to work on some things. And I showed up in my office Monday morning, and they had written on a Post-it note, not open until Monday. And I went in, and all over my computer, all over my desk were all these notes for my girls. It's going to make me cry. And the notes were like, you're doing such a great job. You're doing better than you think. I love you, mom. Stay strong. Like all these notes that I'm like, they listen. They hear how you're talking to people on the phone. They hear how I'm encouraging team members. They hear how hopefully I'm like interacting with them about, you know, we can do hard things. We can overcome challenges. We're resilient. We're persistent. All of these things that, yeah, you just hope that your kids are even hearing like a little bit of, but I think for me, uh, I'm trying to challenge my kids to know that they can accomplish anything they truly set their mind to. I can't do the work for them. I can provide opportunities for them, hopefully. I can open doors for them, but it's how hard they want to work at something and how hard they want to apply themselves is how far they're going to go. And so I do try to just talk with my kids a lot about work ethic. And then for me with my daughters, I really try to include them in as much of mixers as I can. Like any event I have, they're at it with me. They know the team. They know what women do within the company. They know that Chris is now starting the warehouse and, you know, things like that, that I try to communicate with them about why I'm not home with them all the time, why my life is, you know, I think it's all about communicating with kids about why we're doing things. And I think it's exposing them so that they can see, you know, my kids know they're old enough to know I was their stay at home mom full time. They've known that transition. It's not like they were 18 months when I went back to work. They knew me as a stay at home mom until they were five, six years old. My son was older. So I don't know. Just trying to communicate with them. No, I think that's a great answer. Show them as an example. Yeah. And you're bringing them along with you. Like they were in your office as a a team. How fun is that? You know, that's a great story. Yeah, And it's cool. I mean, they pick up way more than you think they will. Mm -hmm. Like I, and good and bad. I hear my, (laughs) I hear my, my oldest is a girl and I hear her say things and it's like in my tone and I'm like, how dare you? (laughs) You can't pick up those bad things from me. Yeah. <laughs> do what I say, not what I yeah. do. You know? Yeah. Yep. I did. Cool. You know, honestly, too, I started mixed kids for my kids. Okay. And honestly, I have failed at including my kids more and more in that. It's yeah. like they have school. They have their sports. They eat, And it gets I had this vision of like, I'm going to start mixed kids and they're going to, however much they want to be the face of it, they're going to be it. And I'm like, all right, it has come to my kids are obsessed with the product and they take it to school and they use it in their lunchbox. But that actually is enough. It's what they're still learning from. They're taking that stick to school and friends ask them questions about it and they get to tell them about mixed kids. And, you know, I, it just hasn't been. I think some people are able to have their kids, you know, Anyway, I think I've been a little bit, I was super excited about thinking of my kids are going to be so involved in building mixed kids. And it's them building it through sharing it with their little circle of friends and their little teams. And it's enough. And they're learning through that, I think. Yeah, that's great. That's so cool. 
Jess, who do you who do you watch, or who inspires you as leaders, either in the community here yeah. or on an, on the national stage that you know you want to emulate? Where do you get your inspiration yeah, from? Uh, you mentioned in my bio that in 2023 I was awarded this Ernst and Young Winning Women Award, and in that but no one will probably know her, but there was this woman named Cheryl who's part of the Ernst and Young Winning Women program. And we go to three different summits. It's about 30 women that are selected. And we get to learn from all of these amazing people within Ernst & Young. They connect you with literally anyone around the world that you need to. I mean, it's the most phenomenal program. So it's a great network. Oh, yeah, it's been phenomenal. This woman, Cheryl, who she's within Ernst & Young, I have been so inspired by her quick willingness to connect anyone with anyone. She doesn't know someone. She's like, I will find you the in. I will create it for you. I will get you an intro because I want you to have this too. And that is something that I find is so amazing to see within someone. Like you want me to succeed. You are willing to help me succeed. So this woman, Cheryl, I've learned a lot from. Shout out to Cheryl. Cheryl. We love Cheryl. Cheryl. And then I love Sarah Blakely from Spanx. I mean, what female founder doesn't? And truly within the community, I am so impressed by the network of female founders within Utah. There are some- It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, powerhouses. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I, yeah, I just feel like I've been grateful to actually build mixers in a space where I feel like people are willing to help open doors and help one another. And that's the experience I've had. That's cool. So it's been, it's been four years. You started in 2019. If you could go back to 2019, Jess and say like shaker and say, (laughs) learn this thing. Now it was so painful to learn it on the process. Like what would you tell her? Um, I feel like I have had a few instances while growing mixers where my gut, I I have to go off my gut. I don't have an MBA. I didn't graduate from college. I haven't had work experience. And so for me, my experience is my gut. And it's led me like to make really fantastic decisions for mixers. A lot of times. There's been a couple times within running mixers where I have felt to my core, something is off and I need to figure this out. And then I, Try, like, uh, yeah, so I've tried to just be like, okay, something's off. I need to solve for this. Let me dig into it. Let me figure this out. Have a conversation that I need to have. I'm gaslit. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe they're right. Maybe I'm not smart enough or like don't know the answer or they have more experience, so they're right. Ignore that gut instinct. And it's bit me mm. a couple times. So go with your gut. Go with your gut. Go with your gut. I love that advice. Story time, Jess, really quick. Let's do a hardest moment during Mixer's building. Like the moment you're like, oh my goodness, we may be out of business tomorrow. Have you had any of those moments or any of those stories? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I have. Tell us one. We'd love to hear it. There was a time I had to turn off Mixer's. Like Ah. literally stop the business. Like turn off the website? Turn off the website. Oh my God. Too many orders or something or what? I, yeah, 
no, not too many orders. Just, yeah, I had to turn it off. And I had to make quick changes for the business. And I thought we were going to go under. I thought, like, this is a time I trusted my gut. I did it anyway. And we turned off the business for, like, six weeks. And I turned it back on, and the growth came back. And I, in that six weeks, I lived six weeks thinking, would I have finally figured out how to get up and running to support my family and that I can count on and is a reliable business, maybe gone just like that. But I knew I had to make this change. I did. We changed it. It was time to come back on. People were still there. People were still ready to purchase. The decision was 100% accurate. Best decision I ever made, but I thought mixers may be gone. That's crazy. Ooh, yeah, that's that's a gutsy call. It is gutsy. <laughs> and I think that that shows courage, but it also shows how great you've connected with your audience because they were there to support you when yeah. you came back. That's transparency, so cool. like transparency. I think transparency with your customer is key. And yeah, I think when you're a customer, you just want to have the straight truth of what's going on and why your shipment's not coming that week. And then they stay and they trust you and they're grateful. So I do have to say that I'm a huge fan of blueberry coconut. I'm I'm (laughs) drinking it right now. (laughs) Yep. We're drinking it right now. So blueberry coconut, her hydration is the way to go. Well done. Yeah, this was fun. Uh, I, the, the last thing we usually do is just open the floor to you to see if there's anything that we didn't discuss on the podcast that you'd like to share. Oh, that feels like a big, I'm like, okay, let anything, me think of like something anything. really great. Yeah. And while you think about that, you can also share contact info if people want to reach out or how they get, uh, you know, how they order mixers, share the website, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, I think just the last thing, honestly, I would like to share is gratitude for my team. Like I am just so impressed by them daily. They're so motivating to me. Um, I'm grateful for fantastic leaders that, I've been able to bring within the company. I'm grateful for a team that's passionate about what we're building. I'm grateful for incredible customers and a great audience that's full of positive, kind, supportive people. So really, I don't have like a token of like, you know, this is great advice. No, that's a token. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Gratitude's a token. That's great. Well, yeah, I'm grateful for the people I have around me and like close to me. It's been fantastic. And to find mixers... It's a little secret. People sometimes don't realize M-I-X-H-E-R-S is how you find us. We're heavily on Instagram, TikTok. And if you're interested in me, it's Jess Toulson, and I'm on Instagram. So cool. Jess, thanks for joining us here at the Midnight Founders Podcast. This has been so cool. Thank you so much for having me. Good luck with your growth. We're excited to see big things for mixers. Yeah. Inc. 500, Inc. 500, 500 in Utah. Here we Utah. Go. Yes. <laughs> All right. Signing out. Thanks, everyone, for joining this week's episode of Midnight Founders Podcast. Signing out, Jake and AJ. Thanks. The Midnight Founders Podcast is a podcast about entrepreneurship that is hosted by CB Vault and Rev Road. CB Vault is the entrepreneur arm of Central Bank. And Rev Road is a venture services firm where companies come to grow. Thanks for listening to us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is AJ and Jake signing out.